Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Tuesday, May 24th, and we are going to have a high of 19 degrees here in the Edmonton region today. Good morning, everybody. We are broadcasting live on the Podbean app as we do every morning, Monday through Friday, or for this week, Tuesday through Friday uh, at 6 a.m. Mountain Time. Uh, we had a holiday yesterday. But yeah, tune, you can tune in live if you, uh, if you download. The only way to listen live is to listen through the Podbean app. That's, that's the only... Um, platform that we broadcast live through p-o-d-b-e-a-n podbean perfect thank you um yes that is uh that's the live platform that we use every morning so that you can join in live and you can uh once you get you you have a better understanding uh you know there's there's a chat um where everybody says good morning like they are right now you can ask your questions have conversations with other you know active real estate investors who are just as ambitious and uh, crazy as you are for waking up at 6 a.m. you know to um, to get your day started, and as well, there's a call-in button. So just like your normal drive-time radio show in the morning, you can call in with Wayne and Gabby and ask any questions you have related to real estate investing, and we'll answer them for free, free coaching every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty dope, and I don't <laughs> use that word very loosely, <laughs> or very often. <laughs> um. Yes. So, but as well, also, obviously, if, if you're not in live, then you're listening to the podcast, which is, you know, um, pumped out through every other podcast platform that there is Spotify and iTunes and Google Play and iHeartRadio. And what else are kids listening to these days? Don't look at me. I don't okay. Know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, anywhere else you can f- find your uh, find your podcasts. Uh but, you know, I was thinking about that last night. Weird thing to be thinking about in the middle of the night. Well, middle of the night, I was actually thinking about um, what am I going to talk about tomorrow? Um, which is which is every every morning <laughs> <laughs> before we get started. Um, I was trying to think about what to talk about. But then I was also thinking about, wow, the numbers have been really great lately. There's been a lot of people continuously coming in every morning. Yeah. Um, which is fantastic. You know, that's just makes me feel good because there's people that actually legitimately care about their, their future, their success, um, that they're willing to get up every morning and get their questions answered. Did you notice though, Tuesday after a long weekend? Oh, the numbers are shit right now. Live listeners are way down. Garbage right (laughs) now. Like half. Okay. It's not the point though, but I was trying to make. Yeah. I, I, try, I just shared it to Facebook. I'm like, okay, maybe everyone will be like scrolling Facebook in the morning. And, and uh, they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We forgot. Um, <laughs> but most last week, the numbers were, you know, getting very good, like consistently very good. Mm-hmm. But then I check, then I check the downloads for all of the other um, podcast platforms. So I can't, I can't see how many plays there are, which I know there are a lot, but I can see how many people downloaded episodes and the comparison from downloaded episodes to live listeners is ridiculous, ridiculous, like 10 or 20 times more people downloaded rather than joining in live. Yeah. And some people are just casual listeners, right? Some people are just want to learn how to buy a couple of properties, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody's goals are different. The casual listeners, they just, well, I just like to learn how to find good tenants and um, ensure that I can get those four mortgages. And and I'm looking for bookkeeping tips. And uh, Gabby gives great bookkeeping tips from time to time. Um, but that, that's all I need, right? So for those casual listeners, okay, it makes total sense. Maybe, maybe people just enjoy listening to our, our bickering and banter every morning. <laughs> and that's as much as they want to get from this. Yeah. But 
the conversations that I have with people at networking events says otherwise. Yeah, absolutely. The conversations that I get in my DMs, I want to be this type of person. I want this. I want this. Uh, I want a thousand multi-units. I want to be like Grant Cardone. Well, your morning routine says otherwise. Mm-hmm. Legit. True, true, true. Legit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that like in order to be Grant Cardone, you have to wake up and listen to our show. I mean, that would be certainly a great, you know, promotion. Um, that'd be great marketing. <laughs> but when I ask, hey, are you joining in live? And you say, well, no, I'm just not exactly a morning person. And I got to get ready for work and stuff like that. So I can't really listen while I'm brushing my teeth. You know what I mean? Don't got it. Sorry? Don't got it. Don't got it. You know? Um, So if you're sitting listening to the recorded version, thinking that you're getting the most value, hey, I'm still listening to the show every day. That's great. But the reason for the live show, the reason it's live is for you to ask your questions that you need answered to do what you need to do today. Today. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next month. Today. You should be waking up thinking about what you're going to do today or maybe the night before, however you however you set your goals, your short-term goals. You should be thinking about the two or three things that you need to do the next day or the day today. And you start thinking about all the things, the reasons why it's not going to work, which is actually, hang on, just rewind. That's a terrible fucking way to do it. (laughs) You should be thinking about all the the questions that you need answered in order to to, to finish those those tasks or those goals, those outcomes that you need. And then ask them. Ask people who have already been through that. Like if you've got somebody else, like your next door neighbor that you can just hop over and you know, knock on the door and ask them the questions and go for it. If you got somebody at your job that knows the answers to these questions, then go and ask them too. If you got someone that will answer the phone every single time that you call, just like that, they'll answer. Be like, hey, what's going on? You got questions? And they'll answer them for you? Then do that. Sure. What I'm saying is you need to get those questions answered every single day and then take action. And the reason why we do a, a, a live morning show every morning, Monday through Friday, is to give you that resource so there's zero excuses. Mm -hmm. The only excuse that you have now is your self-doubt, your lack of confidence. That's it. So naturally, when I see the downloads that are happening, I think to myself that that's a failure on my part. Well, maybe a little failure on your part as well. I'm like, shoot, how, how do I get that many people on live every morning so I can answer their questions so that they can take action? Yeah. If you're just listening casually, thinking, oh, I'm still getting a ton of great nuggets. I learned last week about, fuck, did we talk about last week? Don't know. Uh, I was listening last week and um, I, I learned some great tips about um, renovating your suite uh, for your tenants. That was some great stuff. How did that actually help you? do something today. Yeah, you learned something. Congratulations. But did you actually learn anything for you today? That's preventing you from moving forward. Be selfish. Hop on live. Ask your questions. Actually, that's something that I've had quite a few conversations with people lately as well. Um, Saying, "Uh, yeah, I was going to ask on the morning show, but I didn't want to take up too much time. Like, fuck (laughs) that shit. Be selfish. Yeah, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. I would much rather talk about your one thing for an hour than 20 or 30 small questions about what do you think is the best city in Canada? Or like, you know, where do I find this document? I mean, don't get me wrong. You need to find those things. You could hop on our Facebook page and ask that fucking question. Where do I find this document? Because someone will answer within 10 seconds, right? Yeah. But your topic, your topic of like, you know, I don't have any good examples this morning. It's still a little early and I haven't sipped my coffee yet, but <laughs> your one hour topic, I would much rather have that because we can go much deeper into that. And I find that other people are going to get way more value in that than, you know, how to pull judgments at the quarter Queens bench. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. 
So um, why don't you think long and hard about that today? <clears throat> if you are still casually listening, I'm just picking up some gold nuggets. I'm learning so much. Thank you. Well, that's great. But what I want, I don't want you to learn. I, I want you to learn, but I want you to take action immediately from those lessons. Right. Yeah. And, and, and maybe there is a certain period of time that someone needs to learn or listen casually before they're ready to be like, okay, I have all the information that I need. Now I'm ready to go take action. And here are the things that are preventing me from doing it today. Right. Yeah. I think it's more than just joining in and getting your questions answered though. I think that um, by getting up every morning and listening at 6 a.m. live with all of the other listeners in here, there's so many other benefits. And we hear this from the people who are here live with us every morning is that they now have a new morning routine. Mm -hmm. They found something that would get them out of bed every morning on time because they wanted to be live and listen. So you get that morning routine. You also get to network. Yes. These people in the live all chat amongst themselves for the entire hour, having conversations, building relationships, getting um, little questions answered in between while we're talking. Like these people are forming a network that you are not a part of if you're not listening live. Mm -hmm. Sorry, you, you didn't get the invite to the club. Um, <laughs> but really, like it, it's amazing. And then when we have one of our, you know, meetups to see almost all of them show up and, you know, and be having conversations and all that kind of stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Your network is your net worth, right? 100%. And here's a great example. Gabby is feeling under the weather today. You can kind of hear it in her voice. She did not want to wake up this morning, but she did. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's her routine. If we weren't doing this this morning, she would most definitely be in bed. Oh, yeah. Sleeping. I feel like I'm dying. <laughs> um, but that's just like, that's why you need a good routine. Yeah. You need a, you need a reason to get up every morning. I quit my job two years ago. <clears throat> how long was, how long before, um, how, sorry, how do I word this question? You, you know what I'm trying how to How long ask. did it take for you to not be sleeping in and to figuring out, morning? figuring out that routine? Over a year? Was it a year? Yeah. It was bad. It was really bad. And you knew going into it, you knew that if you quit your job, you had to establish some sort of routine ahead of time or else you'd be hooped. Yeah. And you didn't. Um, I was working as many hours as I am today. Actually, I think I'm working more hours now, <clears throat> to be honest. I think I'm, I think I'm able to squeeze in more hours. Um, <clears throat> but I was working later. And then my downtime whether that be Xbox or whether that be whatever I was playing on my phone would be between nine and 11. And then I'd stay up till 11, 11.30. And then I would wake mm -hmm. up around 8.30. And it was really cool because I'm like, yeah, finally I'm getting eight and a half hours. This is great. This is, and my logic, my behind it was that like, why would I wake up? Like I wake up right when I was waking up, right when my kid was going to school. So I got to say goodbye to her every morning. I'm like, this is awesome. I still get to say goodbye to my kid every morning. You know, I'd see her off to school. And, um, you know, they they would drive off to school and then I would get up and get ready and and, and do everything I needed to do. Um, why would I get up any earlier just to, to hear my kid screaming and complaining <laughs> about, you know, getting ready? Like, no, I'll just sleep through that. <laughs> <laughs> why? Leave it why? to her mom. Um, I would rather stay up and have some time to myself in the evening. It makes total sense. I hear people say this bullshit all the time. Wow, too. that sounds lovely. Huh? That sounds lovely. Yeah, right? Stay up, time to myself, let you deal with the shit in the morning. Exactly. So now you understand why I did it for so long. I'm not selfish. Problem is my sleeping habits were all weird. <laughs> and um, as well, it's just, it, it's... It, there's always going to be this debate about, you know, night owls and morning people. Um, I, I truly believe it. Getting up earlier is, is, is it starts your day, right? You're, you're automatically taking control of your day from the beginning. Yeah. Right. And once you take control of your day, you take control of your mind. You're able to do other hard things much easier. Yeah. Right. You're telling, you're telling yourself that, no, I'm in total control. Right. Yeah. 
which is a very hard thing to struggle like that we that we all struggle with mm-hmm. is is telling our minds or our body that we are in control and not you know the the reflex habits that we normally do Wayne, could we argue that this morning show was when you started actually waking up early consistently when you formed a routine? Because yeah, so. even when you um, were working out with personal trainer, that wasn't until like nine or something. So you were still getting up at like eight or whatever. It was a f- this, it was a few months before we started the podcast. No, I, whoa. I think no. it was the podcast. No, <laughs> no, we started the podcast in October. Mm-hmm. Stopped with the trainer in September, so it was a full year before. So no, it was a year before the podcast. I'm just it no, doesn't, it doesn't but, matter to the people that are listening, but it was a year. Yeah, before. but what I'm saying is that waking up this early at five thirty, like oh, even with early. the trainer, you would get up at eight and work out at nine. Like that's not an early morning. That's not a good start true, to your day. True, it did get me up a little bit earlier. It did. Yeah. yeah, but this podcast was what set you up in the like. I used to often get up at like it was normal for me to get up at at four thirty five to get to the gym to work out with a personal trainer to get everybody ready for school. So yeah, I had that. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think this show changed it for you, which it changed it for a lot of people. And it's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's, it, it, there, there is something different with mornings. Like I said a second ago, I was doing just as much work. I was just working yeah. until like 6.37 o'clock at night and then a little bit of time with the family. And then, then I would wind down after that. But uh, yeah, the, the mornings I'm way more productive way more productive now that that being said i i do work from home so i get it like if you're waking up early and you're going straight to work it's you know it's not really changing you very much but i do find that if if i were still going to a job every day this these types of conversations and this this lifestyle and routine would dramatically change my day while i'm at work if you're waking up dragging your ass grabbing your lunch pail dragging your lunch pail to your vehicle you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like getting in the car and driving, listening to um, Mojo on the radio or whatever the, you know, your local radio drive time person is and listening about, you know, dumb people in Florida. Um, like, is that really the way to start your day? And then the first person you see and you're like, hey, Randy, how's it going? I'm using Randy because I know that it's, uh, Lauren's listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know, it's a day. It's a day. You know, you hear that nonsense. Yep. Yep. Oilers won, though. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was a good game. That's a good game. Like, if that's how you're starting your day. Yeah, that's your first interaction. <laughs> you, like, you're not off to a good start. You're not going to be doing anything, you know, groundbreaking that particular day. Um, but if you start it right and you get questions answered, I mean, on that drive, all you're going to be thinking about is like, oh, wow, I got that question answered. That's right. I never thought about it that way. And then you get inspired. You ever have ever have those drives, where like those those days are specific. Like sorry, um, those days are extremely different than your normal, you know, routine day where you're dragging and dragging and dragging. Those are the types of days where you just like you have all these these ideas are just flowing into your head mm-hmm. because you you heard something or you got a question answer that was holding you back, and suddenly it's just like everything just suddenly starts making sense and ideas are just flowing in at you. And you start thinking of all these different opportunities and these conversations with people that you're going to have, because I never thought about that, like putting it that way or, you know, structuring it that way. Mm-hmm. So even, even, you know, even if you do have to go straight to your job after this, it's going to change your day dramatically. Yeah. I kind of wish that I had more of that back when I was still working. Sure. I was very strategic on what I listened to. In you the were, yeah, you were good. I, 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 I had a routine of certain things that would inspire me in the morning, and then about fifteen minutes later, I call Gabby and I just start spitting my ideas off. It's 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 in, it's interesting because if you go and listen back to a podcast two years ago, the <laughs> the conversations between me and Gabby were significantly different. It was a lot more negative because I was just throwing so many different ideas at Gabby. And Gabby's like, no, not before 9 a.m. Like, it's it's crazy how our developed, yeah. Our relationship and our business, our business relationship changed dramatically. Because before it just I used to just throw so many different ideas at her and she just couldn't handle it. And and we had a completely different dynamic at that time mm-hmm. than we do now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just thinking about that on the spot, but I think uh, having an older child helps. <laughs> true. <laughs> 
true. And yeah. a little more support now that I'm home. And setting some boundaries. Definitely some boundaries were set. Yeah. Is there another bottom there? <clears throat> I know there's a bunch of different different questions. Yeah, there was asked, a few questions I had. I just I just figured I'd finish on this topic rather than just like <clears throat> But I can't see the bottom. Yeah, no. Um Cody said, dumb people in Florida, you must listen to Now Radio. I don't know what that means, but. (laughs) And Wilson said, it's Monday. Is it Friday yet? The game. The news headline. Yeah, the same old conversations. Wilson gets it because Wilson left his job. Yeah. Wilson and Jess left. And and I'd be interested to have a conversation with Wilson in the near future about that. Um, the, The change in your mindset and as well. The changing your lifestyle as well. It's one of the big reasons why I left my job was not because, well, at the time it was to pursue a new venture, right? Because I was very much in the same boat as most people. I had a really good job. I had a good pension. I had benefits and I made a very, very nice salary with tons of overtime opportunity. Why would I ever leave that? And I built my whole real estate portfolio from that work vehicle. Why would I ever leave that? Mm-hmm. It, did, it didn't make any sense. But a new um, a new business opportunity came up and it was taking up way too much of my time on top of that, the real estate business. So I had to leave in order to pursue that, right? And it, and it worked out great. I don't have any regrets. But if I didn't have that opportunity, I probably wouldn't have left my job. Yeah. Because just like you, a lot of you, I security came first my family came first right and you know what you know what i mean it's it, it's it's kind of hard to put into words as as a as a provider i'm talking to the men right now but also to the women but mostly to the like to the men and 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 this isn't a there's, there's, there's no sexism here, but just, just as, as a male, we're just naturally, we need to provide, we need to make sure this is, this is in our head. This is not factual, but this is just in our head that we need to be a provider. We need to go, we need to make sure that our family is taken care of. We need to make sure that everyone's happy. And that's just the way that we feel. So to selfishly just be like, I'm going to go and pursue my dreams as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It's a very difficult thing to do. And from a female perspective, which I can't relate to because I'm not female, um, it's very similar. What'd you say? (laughs) I don't know what you mean. Would you just leave your, would you just leave if you were the breadwinner? No, I think that there's a responsibility there. If, if you're the person in the relationship who's bringing in the money and like, believe me, I know so many relationships where it's vice versa and the woman is, is the breadwinner. I think there's a responsibility there that's felt no matter who it is. If you're that person that's making sure the bills are paid and you know, all that kind of stuff, that's a responsibility. Mm-hmm. I mean, it comes more like, um, it's more like innate, like it's, it's more like who you are as a man, like a man naturally instinctively um is a provider Mm. but not all men are the same and not um, all men take that role just like the opposite for women yeah i think it's also i I, and i don't i don't know if that's a that's a genetic thing or that's just a, a, a ingrained from previous generations of you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's changing a lot over the last few generations, which is not a topic that I want to get into, but um, definitely topics that Gabby and I have, have, have long about about discussions often. about. Yeah. Um, but for me, you know, from my upbringing, it was very much that you are, you take care of your family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, even in just television, television ingrained that in us as yeah. well, right? Yeah. It's um, the story. Yeah. So leaving, leaving the job was, was, was just like, it wasn't, I don't, for me, it wasn't a lack of confidence. I knew I'd fucking figure it out because Mm -hmm. again, even if I left my job and I didn't have guaranteed income, I knew that I would take care of my family because I had enough confidence in myself. And also I knew that I had to, right? Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. It was fucking scary as shit. Mm -hmm. Um, But I knew that I had to, and I knew that I could have always had confidence in myself. 
And uh, leaving leaving the job was uh, getting back to what I was going to say to Wilson and what a discussion I'd like to have with Wilson in the future. It's just the reason why I left. It wasn't so much about time. It was more so about my mindset and getting away from the employee mindset and into the Mm -hmm. entrepreneur mindset. That was that was that was a big mind fuck because I was putting on my coveralls, brushing my teeth, dragging my lunchbox into my work vehicle. And yet I was having extremely professional phone calls and Zoom meetings at the same time. And I was trying to grow a business that no one else had ever done before in Canada. And I would go to work and I was treated as lesser than, right? And then in my other side of my life, I was treated as a superior, which it's conflicting, very conflicting. And I was making extremely difficult decisions in my business. Whereas in my other life, I was doing a repetitive task. And when you're doing a repetitive task and people are pointing down on you all day, it's hard for you to like, you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Probably plays into the confidence as well, right? Fucked with my confidence big time. Yeah. Who am I? Do, like, do I, am I seriously worth this? Am I the type of person that's worth having something like this or making these types of decisions? Can I do it? Can I do this? Yeah. <clears throat> so I needed to leave that to become an entrepreneur full time so that I can fully commit myself to a new routine, to a new way of thinking where I wake up every day as an entrepreneur and not wake up as an employee because it was fucking with my confidence big time. And it's not like, like simple confidence issues. Like I'm not worth this. I I, I could I'll never be able to do this. That wasn't what was going on in my you, head. You don't have a, a scarcity mindset issue. You knew that you you knew that you could accomplish and could have whatever you wanted. There was no there was no scarcity mindset there. It was just how do you go yeah. from turning screws and bolts and hammering nails? Not what I was doing, but how do you go from a repetitive task? to making large scale, two or three large scale decisions after 5 p.m. Like, you know, the the work horn goes and you you clock out and then suddenly I'm building a business. It was very hard because at the end of the day, at the end of a working day as an employee, it's like naturally you get back to the car. It's like, oh, I can't wait to get home, get a big piece of meat and a beer, you know, because you're just so tired from the, you know, doing, doing the day. And then from there, I'm supposed to go and say hello to my family and then go into my office. And then now I'm a big businessman. Like it, it, it you can't do it. Mm-hmm. There's like, I had to be able to fully commit to one or the other. Yeah. Sorry, the other, because the, yeah. It, it, if I was ever able to actually accomplish it. It was a really weird, it was a really weird thing. Um, because like once I realized it, I was coming around a corner. I remember exactly where I was. I was driving again, perspective. And you think about pivotal moments. I was coming around a corner. I was leaving for work and I was coming around like the, the last corner before I hit the highway, which is the same fucking route I take every morning. And I stopped at that yield and I took like an extra five to 10 seconds, which, you know, what a yield is a very fucking long time when you got cars behind you. Um, and I just realized I can't keep doing this. Like I can't, how am I supposed to build this and do all these difficult things and make these hard decisions if I'm still clocking in every single goddamn day? It was right there. I made that decision. I came home. Um, I kind of, that was, that was the first moment. And then it was like that day or the next day I got called and that, you know, Hey Wayne, you're going on this night shift for the next three weeks. Um, I got that call at like, I don't know, four or four thirty which is normally when I get my calls for like the next day where I'm going the next day. And I said, uh, you know what? I'm going to have to think about it. Just give me a call in a second. I'm going to talk to my wife just to make sure it all works out before I fully commit to three weeks on nights, which is pretty much like 21 days straight because you're not going to get any days off. Um, I said, give me a second. I'll call you back. And like, that's not normally what I would do. Normally I'd say, yeah, sure. No problem. I'm going to say, yes, guy. I was a great employee. <clears throat> I went and talked to Gabby for 20 minutes. 
And I'm, I explained that like all of the meetings that I had scheduled for the next three weeks were all in the evening. Even if I rescheduled them to the morning, it's just like, it's not going to work. I'd have to reschedule all these different calls and all these different meetings, you know, from the evening to the morning and trying to explain why, because I'm going on night shift. And I don't know if you, I don't know if you've ever been on a night shift before. It's like, it's not like you, you still get your four hours like you normally would on day shift in the evenings to go and play video games, stuff like that. No, you pretty much sleep up until a half an hour before you go to work because you're so messed up from the new schedule. So no, that wasn't going to happen. I pretty much have to cancel all of my important meetings for the next three weeks. And I said, I can't do this anymore. I can't. It is messing up with my business. I cannot do both. So I literally made a decision at that moment. I'm done. And I called them back and I said, hey, just wanted to let you know. Um, I can't do the night shift and actually, um, I'm going to be putting in my notice. I'm leaving. And they're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I, I, you know what? Um, I got some things going on. I got some back issues that I need to take care of. I'm going to take some time off. I'm going to take a year off and I'm going to get healthy, um, because my health is all out of whack. Um, I want to fix my back. Cause like another thing that was happening was I was with all the work that I was doing and, and chronic back pain, chronic back pain. Like I, like I couldn't climb ladders. I couldn't crawl on my knees. Like just, just the lifestyle that I had was very bad too. And I just let them know that, Hey, I need to take care of myself. I'm going to take a year off. I've got enough money. Um, and, uh, I'm going to get healthy and then I will, uh, I'll give you guys a call back in a year if it's still open. And I did that. I got healthy, fixed my back and, uh, and I went hundred percent into my business. So, Again, very long-winded, but I want to. I want to talk. I, I I haven't actually talked with anyone else who's done that. I haven't talked with anyone else who has actually made the decision to leave their job and have a discussion about how their life has changed, how their mindset has changed. Because I'm a completely different person. I am so much more effective and productive with my time, with my decisions. I don't know if you've, if anyone who's ever worked with me, you know, a few of our partners, you, you probably get it. When I, when I stop by and I have a meeting, it's like, I don't want to talk about all the different reasons why I want to make a quick decision. Okay. That's a decision. Okay. What's next. Okay. That decision. Yep. What's next. I'm very, very, very fast. I don't waste time. I'm very, and, and since I left my job, I'm very productive with the conversations that I have with people, with the, with the time that I spend with people, the phone calls that I take, the message that I, that I receive, yeah. I audit everything. I am like, I am the best version of myself. And it's completely different than when I was an employee. Cause I couldn't do that when I was an employee. I had to have those discussions. I had to sit in that lunchroom. I had to have those conversations with management. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When they called, you answer. But now it's like, I choose everything that I do every waking moment, yeah. fully intentional. And since then, I've grown so much more, like personally, like mm -hmm. developed, and as well with our business. Mm -hmm. Because I have the confidence now, I'm able to like, yeah, you know what, I'm going to start a flipping business. Why not? Let's do it. Here's the funds. Here's the resources. I'm going to go get the education that I need. Spend an hour on it. Okay, good. Okay, let's automate it. Let's go. Would I have done that if I was an employee? No. I don't think eh. I would either. No, I you, don't think you I, would have thought about it. I would have th oh, I 100% would have yeah. thought about it. Said I we should be doing this. <laughs> I have a lot of great ideas yeah. that I can implement. Tons of great ideas. I could start the best wholesaling business in Canada. I got it all. I got the blueprint. I just don't have the time to do it. Yeah. But I'm able to make that decision. So I, with, with that knowledge and with that perspective, I do sympathize with people who have jobs because I know how difficult it is to make a transition like that. <laughs> Wayne says, go and do this, make this business over here and do this and this and this and this and this. I understand why you're unable to do it. Mm -hmm. I get it. I've been there. But hopefully with this perspective that you got from me today, it might give you a better... It might give you a better idea of how to go about fixing it. I do not want a mass <laughs> quitting of jobs today. But I want you to realize the certain little things that are preventing you from doing it. Yeah. 
It's your dumb friends, it's your dumb family, and it's your dumb job. That's it right there. Your dumb friends because you're worried about what they think about you. Your dumb family because you're worried about what they think about you. And your dumb job because it's getting in the way of you being able to be who you're supposed to be. You got out of school with all these big hopes and dreams. And you went into a job because that's what you're supposed to do in order to pay for the bills that we are obligated to pay in order to survive, in order to... You can't live in Canada without a job. You cannot go and find a plot of land and build a log cabin and live off of, you know, bunnies and carrots. You can't do that. Like, they, like to be honest, the government actually kind of makes it very difficult for you to do that. They still want you to pay property taxes. They still want you... Like, you you are still connected. As, like, it's like... It's impossible for you to live off of the grid, <laughs> right? So you're you're almost obligated to to follow the path that is created. That is, go and get a job, and 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 join the rat race, just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you join in, it's impossible to get out. It's difficult. It's very hard. It'd be very cool if we never lost the hopes and dreams that we had as kids. Mm-hmm. I'm watch. I'm watching it happen. I talked about this last week. I'm watching it happen to my seven year old right now, where she could, she could, she could start a bit. She, she is more likely to start a real estate investing business than you guys are. Cause she doesn't give a shit about what people think. You know what I mean? Hundred percent confidence in herself. Yeah. Like if we didn't tell her to jump off the top of the house, she would probably jump off the top of the house because she thinks she can fly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like total confidence in herself yeah, that I she'll did that land a lot that as a kid. <laughs> right? Total confidence in yourself. But then we lose it just, you know, throughout the progression of school and then getting eventually getting a job. It'd be really cool if we never lost that. It'd be really cool if we never went into the rat race. It'd be really cool if there was an option right before they tell you to go and get a, you know, a, a college or a university education or you go and, you know, you apply to the local trades union. It'd be really cool if somebody else was right there and said, or you can do this and roll the dice. I think it's becoming more common now with the generations that are leaving high school like today because of the internet. Like the internet has made YouTube. it possible to YouTube, the internet, social media has made it possible to literally start up and run any type of business for like dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. All the marketing tools are right there, all of like everything you need. So I think that and like you look at like influencers and people with YouTube channels and like all those types of things like that is becoming so much more common. And yeah. I think even just seeing all of the like young people coming into the real estate world early 20s mm-hmm. you know they've only been out of high school a couple of years and wanting to go full-blown into it like i think it is that shift is happening you know first it was like getting rid of the brick and mortar mm-hmm. you know it's like a slow progression yeah and i think that we are coming around a corner of that where that is a valid option like you know when you're sitting with your school counselor like I'm not saying that it that it yeah. is, but like that it could be like entrepreneur. Like, what kind of business do you want to start? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. the tools are there. I, I thought for sure you would speak more negatively of YouTube influencers there, um, <laughs> but I, I I was I was waiting for it, and then you didn't. But I'm just going to point it out because it was on my mind. But like, I have a lot more respect for YouTube influencers, people who do like videos and stuff like that, because they're dedicated to building something for themselves. Yeah, like what they they're running a business. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though it's a dumb business where they throw on scary masks and they scare people in elevators and they, you know, <sighs> glitter, glitter plant pranks for Amazon package dealers, or whatever the fuck they're doing on YouTube. But at least, like they're they're putting a lot of effort into that. They're hiring people on Fiverr to edit their videos. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To put captions and stuff like that. They're outsourcing a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're getting merch created from China and they're putting it on Amazon and their Shopify website. Right. They're taking all their funds and reinvesting it back into their channel to grow up the subscriber list, to grow their influence and their brand mm-hmm. so they can sell more things and create more opportunities. That's a business. It's 100% what we're doing except without the glitter. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
Same, same. Mm-hmm. I have, I like, I have a lot of respect for those kids, like who have enough confidence in themselves in order to do that. Mm-hmm. They have way more confidence than we do because they're putting themselves in the video every goddamn day. I was gonna day. say they likely don't give a shit what people think about exactly. them either. Exactly. <laughs> Got to have a lot of respect for that. Yeah. Right. Props. It's dumb. But people are buying it. People are watching it. Why? Like, if people want it, then sell it. Mm-hmm. That's that's being an entrepreneur. You find something, you find a problem, or you find something that someone has to have, and you sell it to them. Yeah. Right. That's that's one hundred percent being an entrepreneur. I haven't looked at the comments at all today. I just feel like this is a really, you know, when when we get on something that's that's really, it's really important. I like to see it through to make sure that people get get the message mm-hmm. on what's required. Cause Gabby and I were having a conversation yesterday and I, we have a, we have an upcoming real estate investing um, cabinet treat this weekend. And it seems like just right before the cabinet treat, I decided, you know what, Gab, I'm going to mix it up this weekend, which is <laughs> <laughs> never a great start, but I'm always trying to find a better way to, 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 to get the message across. And the message isn't always, it can't be, you know, defined in a paragraph or in a day or in a, in a speech. There's a lot we need to cram in there on what is required. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just saying it, you know, out of, like reading it out of the Webster's Dictionary is not enough. Right? It needs to be said in a certain way. So I'm always trying to change the way that I say it. Because sometimes it's it, it hits with some people and it doesn't hit with other people. So you almost need to... Stories are very important. But I, I, I was thinking... I was talking to Gabby about it yesterday. I'm like, I, I really want to angle this a little bit different. I want to like trying to get, trying to, you know, impact at least one person at the cabinet trade. You know what I mean? Like that one, one person is going to leave and reach their full potential because it doesn't always happen. A lot of people get inspired. Mm -hmm. Some people just get motivated and then they leave the weekend and then they do not complete it because the juice wears off, right? The jet fuel runs out. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they didn't take the action immediately the next day, mm-hmm. right? Or they go back to, we know what the problem is. People go back to work on Monday. Yeah. Fucking hell. People go back to work on Monday and they go right back. They spent three days with us and they're like, oh my God, this is exactly what I want to be doing. Yeah. This is the life that I want. I want to be waking up and having discussions like this every day. I want to be thinking like this every day. Me and my wife, we're, we're on the same page. We get it. We're looking into each other's eyes and we're crying because now we understand what needs to be done and the life that we want. And then the next thing you do is you go home, you see your kids, you hug them, you put them to bed, they're screaming, there's toothpaste on the goddamn sink, you wake up in the morning, you feel like shit, and you go back to work and you drag your lunchbox and you never actually fucking do it. So I'm always trying to figure out different ways to to, to, to strike the right chord. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. To pluck the right string in order to make it resonate with you. Yeah. Like what's required. I said I don't want a, a mass amount of people quitting their jobs today. But you know what? Some people actually fucking do need to quit their job in order to realize. Yeah. To have their back against the wall in order to see their true potential. Yeah. Not enough of you have hit rock bottom. I was going to say that, like, you know, when you talk to a lot of entrepreneurs um, or people who are like literally just out there living their best lives, a pivotal moment for them was that day that they randomly said fuck you to their boss and walked out. Mm -hmm. They didn't plan it. They didn't, um, you know, like it wasn't pre-staged that, you know, like, oh, I'm going to hand in my notice. It was like literally like I've had enough. Fuck you. And walked out the door. And those moments test you and see what you're what you're capable of those moments allow you the opportunity to pursue something different something that you've been dreaming about it's in those moments where those people go holy shit what did i just do what am i going to do with my life okay okay i'm going to do this i'm going to do this i have to do this otherwise i'm never going to be able to do this i have to do this oh shit i didn't think about this okay 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 i'll i'll do this to cover this i'm going to do this to do this and, uh, fuck, I hope that this works out. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you fucking talk like that? When's the last time your back was up against a wall like that? Where you were like, fuck, 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 fuck. That's, that's a measure right there. 
that's a true measure of what you're worth and what you got in you. And sometimes you need to be put in that situation to realize your true potential. Because mm-hmm. your manager and your supervisor are just fucking spoon feeding you all day. Mm-hmm. And when there's a pandemic and you lose your job, CERB is right there. Don't worry, we got you covered. It's okay. We'll defer your mortgage payments. Don't worry about utilities. Yeah. You've never been tested. It's fantastic. We live in a, we live in a great country. We live in a great country that's always got our back. But it's actually quite fucking terrible. Because we've never been tested. Most of you have never been tested at all. You left high school. You went to college. Your parents took care of it. You had a couple moments there where you had to eat ramen noodles because you didn't have enough cash, right? But it was all fun because your your buddies didn't have it either and you're all just joking about it. Yeah. Right? Somebody picked up the too far vodka. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then when it got really bad, mom sent you an e-transfer. Right? Didn't let dad know. Dad wanted you to learn a lesson. Mom still sent it to you. Or you call grandma. Right? then you get your job, you moved into a place, and you've been there ever since, doing the same fucking shit every day, and you're going to do the same shit for another 30 years. Fuck. Talk about regret. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. I go really hard on people like in coaching sessions and like even on, even on the morning show sometimes too. But now you can understand why now, now, now you, now you, you've, you have a good idea of like what's going on in my head. So when people say dumb shit, like, I don't know, I'm just don't think I'm quite ready for it. Now, you know, what's going on in my head. You know what I mean? You say you want something, but you're not, but you're over here doing this. You know what I mean? And that's because I am living the, the, the life of an entrepreneur every day. And it, like that, that shit doesn't fly. And you're still in that employee mindset. Mm-hmm. Right? Where you think things are just going to fall into your lap. Because they always have. Right? So it kind of comes off, kind of come, a lot of times I kind of come off as a dick because it's like, well, it's easy for you to say. But I've been through that. I understand it. I've been on both sides and I get it. I know what you need to do. There's one of you that said that you were going to quit your job on March 30th and you didn't. I'm just like, (laughs) Mm. and I know you should have. You should have. If you want to reach what you said you wanted to reach, that's what you had to do. But you didn't. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just like, I'm telling you what needed to be done. And I know you're still progressing. You are still on the same path. You're still doing the things that you said you were going to do, right? That's great. But had you left on the 30th, you probably would have been three or four times farther. Right? No big deal. You're still moving in the right direction. Are you going to reach your true t- potential? Or are you going to reach your goals? Not likely. Not at that pace. That's not jet fuel. You're just doing a very good job at being an employee and having a side hustle. Hats off. Which is great if you want that. If that's what you want. Yeah. But if you want to quit your job and create a better lifestyle and live the life that you described, that is not the path. You can't do both. You can't. Yes, you can, you can do one flip at a time while you're working. Anybody can do that. You can, you can take the funds that you have in your bank. You can go to work every day. You can hire a good crew, right? You can sneak off and, you know, for your cigarette break and hop on the phone and talk to your GC, or you can sneak into the bathroom, right? Or maybe you drive, you know, vehicles all day. You can, you can be on the phone all day. Like I was back at my job. You can do that. I built a real estate investing business from my work vehicle, (coughs) right? (coughs) I did it. You can do it. 
But did I reach the level that I'm at today from working out of my work vehicle? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. My poor wife, she's not doing too good today. <laughs> You're listening to a lot of Wayne today because I'm just trying to give her a break. She works hard. Any comments at the bottom of the list before I? Uh, lots of people just talking about... Um... The weather? Wilson said. The game? <laughs> Wilson said, and to live with a thought of what if what if I had done it? What if I had tried? Yeah. Kristen says, big difference between wishing and wanting something. Kristen always said, Wayne, you know you motivate people when they get up before 6 a.m. every day because of you. That's good. <laughs> Motivation is one thing. Motivation wears off, though. Yeah. Inspiration is better. Inspirations lasts. But it's not perfect. I've been to plenty of events, plenty, plenty events where people motivate me. Right? You think about the thing that they said and you, you quote it on social media and then, you know, you add it into your, you know, your repertoire of quotes that you use. And then there's other people that inspire me. Those are the people that I, I think about all, all the time and the people that I, I strive to be more like, right? But then there's another level of, of actually doing it, right? There are people who inspire me that like I wish I was more like and I tried to emulate as much as possible. But then and there's one more level of actually going out and doing it and becoming it, right? I can't, I couldn't possibly answer any questions today. <laughs> I have to ask, Jeremy at the very beginning of the show said, happy Rainmaker Week. I have no idea what that is. I don't either. Maybe it has something to do with the rodeo. Rainmaker Week, I'm going to Google it and ruin the show. Uh, I think it has something to do with rodeo. Rainmaker Rodeo is this weekend. Oh, okay. Got it. What's it doing? <laughs> Just doing some work. <laughs> I'm kind of waiting for something to be said. I think I've done enough talking. You know what I mean? I also just kind of want to let it marinate a little bit. Roy says, got to run all the best. Great show, you too. Roy? Mm -hmm. Roy's an action taker. <laughs> I liked Roy. I like Roy. I met Roy at uh, Rapid Cash a couple weeks ago. I hope it's the same Roy. From GTA? Ontario? Yes. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I think that's, you know what? I, I I don't think that there's any other reason to, to continue, you know, talking about anything else. I think that that's something that everybody needs to let simmer and marinate today. Um, Liam says, I'm really eager to start in this full time. And I felt this episode. Yeah. It's, uh, I hope it resonates with a few of you. It, it is. It, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not, it's not easy. It's very hard. And that, especially like as soon as I left that job, fuck. Um, you want to actually, <laughs> I, I, I failed to mention this earlier. One of the big reasons why I was not, I was sleeping in because my anxiety 
showed up first time in my life. I've been a super confident person for a long time. My anxiety finally showed up when I left my job because me, you know, the, the, the provider who I thought I was and what I was responsible for suddenly that was being challenged where that safety net was gone and I was not sleeping. Yeah. I was sitting in bed and just like hyperventilating, feeling like I'm going to have a fucking heart attack. Just like, like overheating. It was, it was, it was bad. It was extremely bad. Um, so the journey of the path is not, is not an easy one. That's for sure. You're gonna, you're gonna really feel it. I don't feel it anymore. It, 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 it was, it, there was a, f- a few months there. And actually I still, it still does creep back in from time to time when I do something very big and there's not a whole lot of certainty behind it. Whenever I try something new, um, there's a whole lot of anxiety around it. Um, it doesn't normally settle in until like 11 o'clock. That's normally when I stop, you know, I stop doing the things that I was doing during the day. I stop and everybody else is sleeping and it's quiet in the house, right? I've put my phone down now. Suddenly the anxiety monster creeps in. It's like, Hey buddy, did you think about this? That's that's when it creeps in and then you just sit there and you're like you overheat and you can't breathe for hours <laughs> and then that, that was a big reason why i was sleeping a little bit later as well because i forgot um that just i wasn't getting any sleep and the sleep that i was getting it was it was a very interrupted um i was waking up at three four o'clock in the morning and then just you know he's sitting there at the edge of the bed just ready to start reminding me of this horrible mistake that i made um so the, the path the path is not, is not easy. Um, but it's worth it. Like eventually you will, you will build more confidence in yourself and there will be more certainty. Once you've been in it long enough, it just becomes your new routine, right? It just becomes your new regular normal. And that does take time, right? Um, I'm not concerned anymore. I, I, I know our business and I've, I've, I've ironed out all the kinks to know that, you know, we're safe and we have a new safety net. Um, and that needs to be developed. But is it worth it? I think that depends on the individual, right? Mm -hmm. It's not for everyone. but the only way to find out if it's for you is to actually try. And you'll never know until you actually try. And then it goes back to what Wilson says before, said before, are you going to be 60, 65 years old and just regretting? You're just always questioning whether you could have or couldn't. And I challenge you. I, I, I ask now, what's the worst that's going to happen? You leave your job, you try it for six months, 12 months, whatever. For most people, I would highly recommend having a line of credit or some cash savings as a, as a secondary safety net, like a second parachute. You know what I mean? When you jump out of a plane, if your primary parachute doesn't work, you've always got your backup one, right? Mm-hmm. Your backup one should be 30 or 60 or $100,000, whatever you whatever works for you. Don't make it so fucking big that you don't do it sooner. But let's say you had $60,000 right? And you could live off of $60,000 for a year. Put that $60,000 in a bank account. Do not touch that $60,000. It could be a HELOC. It could be an unsecured line of credit, whatever the fuck. Okay. Put in a bank account. And that right there is what pays for your bills for the next year. You do not touch it for anything else. Okay. Everything comes out of that account. You do not touch it. You have one year. Go improve yourself. You have no other excuses. You don't have to worry about work. And and as well, it's going to help you sleep at night because you don't have to worry about the bills being paid anymore. You've taken $60,000 and instead of investing it in a house, you've invested it into yourself. Now, what are you worth? What do you got? 
And at the end of the year, if you just completely fucking suck and you slept in every morning and you did nothing, then you lost $60,000. Is that the end of your fucking life? No. You just go back to doing what you're doing before. Go get another job, right? Hopefully you have a degree or you have a, you know, you're skilled at something and you go back to doing whatever you're doing. Maybe you'll make $10,000 less because you lost your seniority. Who gives a shit? You spend the next 10 years fucking paying it off, but at least, you know, at least you lived, right? Cause you're going to go and do the same fucking shit that you've been doing for a lot you're, that you're going to do anyways. You're going to sit in that goddamn stupid cubicle or sit in that same stupid work trailer for the rest of your life doing the same fucking thing over and over again. At least, you know, that that's all you're worth. At least, you know, you can die knowing that that was my potential. I tried. I failed. I'm paying it off now, but at least you lived. And I can tell you that during that year, you probably spent a lot more time with your spouse and a lot more time with your kids, right? I hope that you got more benefit from it. That was my perspective. At the very least, I get to spend every day with my kid. Because during the pandemic, she was home. The very least, I get to spend more time with her. I will never have this time ever again with my kid. This much time ever with my kid at five years old ever again, or whatever it was, four years old. I will never get to spend this much time with my wife growing a business ever again. That was my perspective. At least I was getting something from it. But the very worst case scenario, again, if you absolutely shit the fucking bed and you're terrible and you weren't cut out for it, you lose $60,000. I've seen people spend $60,000 on significantly worse, right? So guess what? You don't go on vacation for the next five years. Who gives a shit? Right? That's how, that, that's how you, that's, that's your secondary parachute right there. If you're wondering. You don't just leave your job and you have zero money in the bank and you're like, okay, I got to go hustle today and make some money to pay my bills. No, what I want is I want you to have that kind of figured out. And maybe that's what you figure out today. How do I proactively get X amount of money in my bank account so that I can quit my job and throw that? Now I have my secondary parachute so that I can go and spend 100% of my time and my energy and my dedication towards growing this. Maybe that's what you do today. And maybe that's the one thing that you need before you quit your job. And I, I hate using the term quit your job. I, I, like before you make the decision to be an entrepreneur and take control of your life. Because quit your job just sounds so scary and negative. No. Before you become an entrepreneur. Before you start your own business. Before you take control of your own life. Because the stresses of having to pay your bills from those profits will fuck with you. That'll that'll make you quit much sooner. If you don't, if 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 the profits that you're making from growing this business have to cover the growth of your business and your expenses, then you're you're fucked. Because it's going to get in your head. Your obligations as a as a parent, as a um, as a partner, a spouse. And then just the, the fear of, of not being able to eat tomorrow and pay your bills and your credit and all those other things are just going to get in the way of it. So you need to make sure that you have that secondary parachute so you can kind of alleviate that stress. Or if you're an absolute fucking animal, then, then do it now. I'm certain that no one else in your life has ever given you permission to do that. So I'm giving you permission today. Now, do not fucking quote this website or sorry, do not quote this podcast when you fail and you want to sue me <laughs> for making bad life decisions. I'm just saying that no one has ever, you know, I'll take the chance, you know, fuck it. No one has ever given you permission in your life before to do it. No one. I can fucking guarantee that. No one has ever said that you you're like you're worth it and that you could do this. So I'm going to be that person. I'm going to be that person that gives you the permission. And if you do, let me know because I'll support you. If you're willing to do something that difficult and that life-changing to better yourself and to create the life that you want to live, let me know. I'll support you. I will. I want you guys to have a happy Tuesday. I want your drive to be full of ideas today. I want it to flow. 
I want you to, to tune out all the negative people at work. And I just want you to think about yourself today and just really think about it and think about whether this is you or whether this is not you. Because all of this sounds pretty fucking motivating. Some people are thinking it's pretty fucking amazing and inspiring. But again, you first first thing you need to do is figure is that me? And if it's not, then that's cool. I don't want you to I don't want you to put your life in any unnecessary risk if you are not the type of person to fulfill that. Okay. But if you are, here you go. The opportunity is here. Someone's told you you can do it. Someone's given you the blueprint. Right? Now it's up to you. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.